This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We had the Sunday skate show between now and uh, Saturday's game, but we haven't done a podcast since then. So just just was going to mention that the 6-2 win over the Islanders, uh, an awesome game for the bottom six. You know, four, four of their goals, all at five on five, came from the third or fourth lines. Now, one of them was Zaka, but it was a shift with the third line. I think, I don't know, penalties that throw on something off. But, um, but yeah, you know, you, you just see that depth, you know, another area that we just hadn't really touched on much of this podcast. But Monday afternoon, it's the stars who take over and um, get your scoring. But Saturday was the depth. It was the third and fourth lines. And, you know, especially the, the, Career Frederick Felino fourth line has uh, looked really good, and they had a couple in that game. So, um, yeah, I just wanted to kind of give them some love since we didn't really get a chance to cover that. Yeah, and, and today they had they they were less noticeable, but in that last game against the Islanders, Felino was a plus four, and yeah. Frederick Frederick had two goals, and that line was just effective and noticeable, um, and. It's it was nice to see Frederick too getting involved the way that he was and and you kind of see things going right for him. Uh but yeah, you mentioned three goals for the for the fourth line. Um and you also got balance scoring because you got DeBrusque and Bergeron goals too and um Zaka. So overall the Bruins offense was was just clicking um pretty well in that game in general. But to go back to to your point about you know, the bottom six that if they can do that in the playoffs, then nobody can beat them. Like if, if you're, you can have a third line that scores three goals in a playoff game, that's that you're winning that matchup. Well, yeah. And, and on the point of the third line, they didn't score Monday, but I thought Taylor Hall created quite a few chances. He had a couple, you know, one was to Berger on the doorstep, like just misconnecting. Um, he had another setup to, I think it was Craig Smith in the slot on a nice play where he kind of just held the puck for a little bit and waited for a passing lane to open up. So, uh, you know, I, I think Taylor Hall has been playing better recently and, and really does seem to be com- more comfortable on the, on that third line with coil. And, you know, the last couple of games, it's been Craig Smith on their right. Who's playing, you know, I think he's been playing pretty well. He had a goal in the last game he played on the top line and has continued to have some chances on the third line. So, uh, yeah, to your point, like, that's, you know, and they're still missing Nosek, who we think will probably just go right back as to his fourth-line center role, and Frederick probably moves up to third-line right wing again. But, yeah, they're definitely giving themselves some options. Like, if Craig Smith can actually, you know, be an effective bottom-six player every night, then... That's something I, you know, I think he really struggled with earlier this season. If Frederick can play center, that's another option that you have, and he's done pretty well there. So, um, yeah. 
I think Frederick has shown his versatility over the past few games because he was a center in college and you almost see that he has more of a natural fit sometimes when he's playing at center. Um, I feel like he has a little bit more freedom to be the guy on that line. So he probably thinks the game a little bit differently when he knows like, okay, I'm, I'm alongside Greer and Felino. It's not like I'm alongside Pasternak or like even on that line with Taylor Hall, it's like Taylor Hall is kind of the guy like that you would think to, to want to get the puck to, to shoot on that third line. So, but when you put Frederick away from those, those kind of players, he has a little bit more freedom to play a little bit more creatively, maybe look for more chances for himself. And um, I think he's played well as a center. Um, They have a lot of versatile guys that like you think of Zaka, like you can throw in the center if you need to. Um, And it's worked for them. And it, but I also want to make a point about the third line, which is that Taylor Hall did have a good game Monday was using his strength, getting, getting to the net, was, was in the right place a lot. I noticed him out in front of the net um, in the right place a few times on rebounds, and um, he, he looked good. But more than anything, Charlie Coyle like impresses me every game with the way he plays defensively and the way he kills penalties. Like He is their best penalty-killing forward on the team. He just – he could steal a puck and he's not even going to clear it. He's just going to just like waste 10 seconds, 15 seconds, skate it around, do, do his thing. He picks off passes. He's, he's just so smart uh, as a penalty killer that his value to me, um, like you, you see it there. It's very obvious. Yeah. He had one great back check in particular that where he's coming back and picks off a pass into the slot and doesn't just like, whack it away to the corner, which would be a perfectly fine play in that situation, but actually just like straight up intercepts the pass, controls it and starts to rush the other way. Um, yeah. He seems to be playing with a lot of confidence and why not given the season he's had. And uh, again, like the, those bottom six guys, you know, I mentioned it with the defensemen, but those guys all know the trade deadlines coming up. Like they know, Hey, if this team's adding depth, that's, you know, potentially at the expense of my job, you know, especially if you're a Craig Smith or an AJ Greer. So it's like, they all want to prove that they should stay right where they are. And that like, you know, the Bruins best lineup has them in it, has them playing where, where they are. Like, you know, cause there'd even been talk of like, you know, like Bruins with the Bruins being on someone like an O'Reilly or Jonathan Taves, who's now not available because he's, dealing with long COVID and he and the Blackhawks have agreed that he's not getting traded. Um, But it's like, if you're Charlie Coyle, you know, you kind of get wind of that. It's like, well, those guys would be coming in to be third line center. That's my job. So, you know, again, it's just, it's guys stepping up. And and if Don Sweeney is going to try to upgrade from any of them, like you better be really sure that, that it's an upgrade because a lot of these guys are showing that like, you don't need to upgrade from me. You know, I'm, I'm doing my job and I'm doing it pretty damn well. Yeah. And, and also if you just think about purely the role that he plays, like, I, I don't know the answer to this, but like, does Jonathan Taze kill a lot of penalties? Like, I feel yeah, like he, 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 he does. I mean, he can, like, he's a good, but are you, are you happier with how he fills that role than how Coyle would? Like it's, it's, it's hard to say. Um, and, 
there is going to be someone who comes out of the lineup when Nostic comes back. Um, so it tended to be Greer, but it could, you know, it, it could change. And and I wonder too, Nostic's health, like how it will hold up because we've seen him come back. We've seen him then then be out of the lineup for an extended period of time. So, and I remember saying this at the beginning of the season, which was that I wasn't completely sold that, you know, he was the best option as a fourth line center. Now he does exactly his role that he's supposed to, but in my mind, he's not an untouchable guy to to stay out of the lineup either. Yeah. By the way, we should just tell listeners, Brian had to duck out early. So that's, why you haven't heard him in a few minutes? We were we were initially just going to like quickly wrap up, and now it's turned into another five yep. six minutes. So. Brian left us; he had a dinner date. So, good luck to you, Brian. Let us know how it goes. But um, yeah, Brian, Brian had to get to uh, his President's Day party. He's big, <laughs> big into celebrating the presidents. Oh yeah, everybody is right. <laughs> um, no, so I I do think that we kind of covered the rest of what we wanted to talk about, though. Um, and and I did. If, if people missed it, I did post our Sunday skate on the podcast channel. So if you want to listen to some of the stuff that we covered with Razor, like a lot of goalie talk, um, you can go back and find that. That's the previous episode um, where he talked about, you know, in depth about the goalie rotation, maybe the goalie rotation in the playoffs, and also how dumb it is if you think that they should trade Jeremy Swayman and all the reasons not to do it. So if you want to listen to the goalie stuff, which we didn't get to cover here, Razor. Um, and Scott did that on Sunday. Yeah, and the the goalie rotation thing, like that's something that was kind of kept coming to mind a few times. And, you know, I might revisit it, like, as the season goes on, if both goalies continue to play really well. But on that note, like, it is worth noting that they broke the rotation on Monday. Allmark got a second straight start, um, which I think – as long as they believe Allmark is the number one and the game one starter, which he's having a Vezina trophy caliber season. So like, obviously he should be considered that right now. Um, I do think their plan is to try to work in at least a couple back to backs here and there where it makes sense. So this was a good situation for it where, um, you know, you have a few days off after this, you're getting out on the road after. So uh, he got a second straight start and of course gets another win. Yeah, and do you think they'll go with him in Seattle? Now they have two days off. Seattle's is a tougher matchup than Vancouver. So do you think they go all mark against Seattle, Swayman against Vancouver? Yeah, that'll be interesting because also, you know, two days off in between. Um, certainly all mark should be rested enough if they want to go with him against Seattle. But I also, you know, as great as Swayman has been playing, like, I don't really think you want to give him over a week off. And if he's not starting until sat, his last start was on Thursday. So he's going to go until Saturday before his next start. Like I, it's, it's a great problem to have, you know, I get why they want to mix in some more all mark starts because you don't want to like get to the playoffs and have him not having played two or three games in a row for months. Um, but at the same time, like you don't want to risk, you know, Swayman cooling off because he's just sitting on the bench for a week. Yeah, it would be eight eight games, right? Uh, from the last time he played, if eight if they waited, if eight days, sorry, not eight games, eight days. Um, if he played in Vancouver rather than 
Seattle. So yeah, that's that's interesting to to keep an eye on and might give an indication if um it is Allmark for a third straight night. Like maybe they're trying to see um more of the playoff picture in net for them and in what kind of rotation they want. Um and then obviously they'll split the starts on the back to back towards the end of the road trip with um Edmonton and Calgary. They're 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 going to split that obviously. Um, so yeah. Uh, anything else now we, we covered everything we got, we got goalies, we got bottom six, we got everything. We even talked about no sick who didn't even play. Yeah, no, I think, I think we're all good. So what, you know, we'll probably have another episode later this week. Uh, you know, we'll figure it out maybe Friday where I can tell you, we are not staying up till 2 AM to record after the Seattle game. So uh it won't be there first thing friday morning um but yeah we'll have yeah. another episode and then sunday skate again uh after the vancouver game um yeah if you listen yeah, to the yeah. podcast definitely tune in to sunday skate like it's our last week was our first show and so like we're hoping people now are like ramping up like they know it's on uh you know we have some people that we know are listeners to the podcast that called into the show um you can literally ask maria. us a question. yeah maria from watertown um you could call in ask us a question um so do that listen is it i think it's every it's it's consistently going to be 10 to i mean um 10 to 11 every sunday yeah. right yeah okay so you also and, can talk to razor and if if the bruins make a trade then we'll do a reaction podcast but still still waiting we'll see if anything happens this week yep so yeah, I think record Friday morning before I drive to Yale while I still have a voice. I have five, oh, yeah. I have five playoff, hockey broadcasts. Hockey coming up. I have f- potentially five hockey broadcasts this weekend and I'm going to have no voice. So it's, I'm worried about it. Yeah, that's, that's a lot. <laughs> that's... Yeah. I'm going to be at the rink the entire day. Two double headers, a double header Friday and Saturday, women's game, then men's game. And then potentially a third game for the woman if they split the first two in the first round of the ECAC playoffs. So yeah, I am going to, I'm not going to be able to podcast after that guy. So I'll have to do it before. <laughs> well, uh, we'll make sure you can serve energy Friday, Friday morning. Yeah. We, we yeah. won't, we won't overwork you. We'll, we'll keep your minutes down. <laughs> okay. Thanks. Good. <laughs> All right. So that does it for this episode of the skate pod. Thank you for listening and look for the next episode Friday.